Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. everyone. It's Amanda, your host of the Holistically You podcast, coming at you on December 31st, 2022 with 2023 right around the corner. Y'all, I can feel it. It's like I'm peeking over some sort of ledge and 2023 is right there. I can touch it. I can feel it. I can taste it. (laughs) And Give yourself a little bit of grace the next few days while you fuck up writing the date, okay? Because we all know that we're going to write 2022 for at least the next few weeks. At least I know I will, so guilty as charged. I wanted to come to you guys today with, you know, I just kind of jotted down some things that I learned this year in 2022. So this is going to be short and sweet And I hope that you guys can relate with some of this, uh, some of these lessons. 2022 is a big year, I think for, well, definitely for me, but for everybody as we started coming out of this pandemic mindset, this mindset of, you know, oh, everything's open, but now it's going to be closed again and don't get your hopes up and we're always going backwards, bleh. Okay, we are done. We are moving onwards and upwards. I know that it was a trying time for everyone, but we are just about to start a new chapter, a new 365 days of opportunities and hopefully abundance, prosperity, love, light, laughter, challenge, but also overcoming challenge. I hope that is all coming for everybody on the other side, you know, like I said, as we peek over this ledge. So here we go, y'all. A little bit of a bite-sized, what did Amanda learn in 2022? And I hope that you guys can relate. I started 2022 in the company of someone that just wasn't good for me. And I remember like last New Year's Eve, they at least in Montreal, they closed all the restaurants and shut us down again and gave us a curfew. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, this is brutal. Like, when is this going to end? And, you know, obviously we're talking a year later, almost a year later, or no, a year later, <laughs> exactly. We we haven't seen that type of thing anymore. So I'm really happy to say that that's done. But I was also in the company of someone who just wasn't feeding my soul and I stuck around because it was comfortable it was quote-unquote easy I know you guys can't see me but I'm doing some bunny ears so one of the things that I learned this year was and I'm reading these from a llama notepad because if you know me you know I love llamas Walking away from what doesn't serve you makes you strong as fuck. It does not make you a failure. And let's add the little cherry on top that 
It doesn't matter how long it takes. Give yourselves grace, okay? It doesn't matter how long it takes. Sometimes we are not equipped with the tools that make us say, hey, I'm done, I'm out, I don't deserve this. Sometimes it takes a few months, a year, maybe even a few years. I know for me, in some past relationships, it took me like six years. (laughs) (laughs) This specific one took me one year because I was like, oh, but I can help and I can save and I can, you know, I can mediate and I can do this and I can do that. I'm here to say, shut it down, guys. Okay, if it's not for you, walk away and let that settle. Let the dust settle before you make the conscious decision to throw yourself into something else. And I say throw because I'm like a two feet in kid. I do everything with extreme passion and extreme. <laughs> um, what's another word? Uh, not that I'm not mindful of how I do it, but I really I really just do it you know, like closing my eyes and and leaping, taking a leap of faith. Now, where that can be good in some instances, I'm also aware enough at this point in my life to know that sometimes these things need to be a little more calculated. Sometimes these things need to percolate a little bit in the body, in the soul, in order to figure out, hey, is this what I really want for myself? So when I started 2022, I thought something was going to work out and it didn't. And I had all of these whispers and nudges along the way that ended up turning into these massive like shoves from the universe to be like bitch this is not serving you this person is not serving you kindly and gently walk away and so that made me stronger okay so that is point number one that made me stronger everything always does in life you know when we put down something that's no longer good for us but this one in particular is a stepping stone for me personally to becoming the woman and the partner and the whatever it is, insert title here, that I want to be. So whether it's entrepreneur, uh, partner, sister, friend, just general human being, this is a stepping stone. Am I at the top? No. When will I get there? I don't fucking know, but (laughs) all I know is that it's coming. Okay, excuse me. That's number one on my llama list. And I must take a sip of water. I'm a little groggy today, guys. I'm having a slow day so that I can make sure that tonight I bring all this good energy into the new year. Okay, point number two. Lesson number two. It is more than okay, not just okay, it is more than okay to say no. Say it with me, y'all. No. (laughs) Doesn't that have a nice ring to it? Boundaries, and I wrote it like this. I'm not even kidding you. Boundaries will legit keep you alive and sane. Boundaries. A word that I don't think I knew 
before, I don't know, 2015, and that I've been actively working on since then. I love, I'm, I love to say yes. I love to overbook myself so that everybody else, you know, so that I can, I can be present for everybody else. But here's the issue. Self-abandonment is a real thing. We pay the price when we say yes and show up for everyone else except for ourselves. So have some of my relationships changed because of this? Absolutely, 100%. It is almost like I had to not train, but I mean, in a sense, train the people in my life to understand that when I say no, it's not because of them. It has nothing to do with them at all. It has everything to do with me, what I need, how I need to honor myself, and what is really going to fuel me. That means that could look like rest. That could look like, I don't know, I need to like be in nature, touching a freaking tree or like sticking my feet in the water, a solo road trip, um, an escape somewhere alone. I had to explain to people because I'm such a people person and an extrovert, a lot of people are like, well, what do you mean? Well, this is what I mean. And this, these are the reasons why. Not that I ever have to justify anything, but understand that if you are at the beginning of this journey of setting boundaries and you're like, yo, this shit is whack. I don't know how to deal with it. Take a breath. Take it one step at a time and recognize that the people around you may not understand and you have to teach them. If you're serious about this, you will have to teach them. So do it with intention and really give yourself permission to be firm, but also with the most gentle, loving kindness possible towards yourself and others that are coming on this journey of boundaries with you. If they stand the test of time. <laughs> All right, lesson number three. We actually have zero control over anything. So just fucking chill out. Okay, this one is very simple. Chill the F out. I have been trying you know, dabbling with this notion of surrender for so long. If you listen to season one of my podcast, you will know that I even recorded an episode on surrender. And if I go back and listen to that, which I probably will, there's probably so many more things that have happened since then that will help feed my understanding of what it truly means to surrender. I have control over nothing, nada, niente. I have rien. <laughs> that song just came in my head. Uh, no, rien de rien. <laughs> like, like actually, I have control over nothing. The only thing I have control over is myself, my actions, my reactions. And sometimes I feel like I don't even have control over those. But hey, hashtag being Italian, um, I'm getting a, a, a better sense of 
controlling myself in certain ways and how I react to things because I understand, and this leads into lesson number four, I think, yep, four, that my triggers are my own. So yes, I will come back to that, but please understand, you have control over nothing that is outside of your body, okay? The people, the places, the things, the circumstances, I know it's hard. I know that you wish you had even just a little bit of control, but the truth is that we don't. And the quicker we recognize this and let it go and understand that everything that happens in our lives happens for us and not to us, I think we can breathe out. (laughs) I think we'll be able to exhale and move forward with a lot more love and a lot more grace for our journeys and our processes. I like would hold on so tightly to things and if they didn't go my way, I would just freak, you know, like why, how, I did this, I did this, I did this. Why? Because it's outside of me. So anything that is outside of me is beyond what I can control. So this leads into my triggers. Triggers are mine. They're my own. They belong to me. No one else is going to say something and preface it with, and by the way, after I say this, you're going to feel mad. Or by the way, after this, I want you to throw a tantrum. Hell no. No, no, no. Tantrums are, tantrums, excuse me. (laughs) Sometimes I have them. All right, y'all. Okay, okay, okay. Guilty as charged. Triggers are my own. They belong to me. I own them. So what I learned this year and what, and this is a work in progress, is to work with them, not against them, work with them. And love yourself anyway. Isn't that beautiful? We can love ourselves through the adversity, through the challenge, through the ugliness and sometimes ugliness and rawness that comes with being human. Triggers come in so many shapes and forms and for so many different reasons that I'm starting to understand now how I can attach, you know, certain things to them. I don't sit there every time I'm triggered and say like, oh, and this is because of X, Y, and Z and go through like a whole appendix of reasons why, Uh uh-uh. But when it does come up, I do allow myself to sit with it and love myself anyway. Because that that self-love and that understanding that when we turn inwards and we come home, you know, to ourselves, that is what's going to help us move forward forward. Um, I think understanding our triggers also unlocks certain subconscious patterns and parts of ourselves that we didn't necessarily know were there. And one once we can start to work with them, then we can transform. Then we can transmute that energy into something that is going to help us. But remember, love yourself anyway. Guys, being human is not easy. This is hard shit. 
So always, always love yourself, okay? Give yourself a big hug. I'm literally doing it right now. (laughs) And love yourself through the process. And last thing, ladies, (laughs) this one's for you. If you've ever been through heartbreak and, and, okay, I'm going to, say this but preface it with the fact that it's it's more of a global thing but I actually wrote on my paper men ain't shit okay (laughs) men ain't shit I have put so much uh importance on being like validated in certain ways by men and I can totally bring that back to me You know, I'm always like thinking like, oh, my needs haven't been met and this and that. Okay, girl, well, how are you meeting your own needs? Because until I start to align with what I truly require in this lifetime to be the best human that I can be, I cannot expect to be able to welcome someone else into my energetic field. I cannot expect someone else to come in And do this dance of life with them when I don't even know what the fuck I need. So, I say men ain't shit as a joke. For any men who are listening to this, we do love you. (laughs) Clearly, we marry you and have babies with you. So, you know, you're a very important part of this process. But what I meant through that for me was that I come first. I have to understand what I need in order to have certain needs met by somebody else. I have to understand my worth in order to no longer accept less than I deserve, which has been a pattern for me. A lot of people have asked me like, so are you like dating and are you, Mm. honestly, I am open. I'm staying open to possibilities, but am I actively pursuing The answer is no. I don't feel that I'm necessarily ready yet. I will continue to do the work and it doesn't mean that I'm going to shut everybody out. But what it does mean that as I continue to do the work and if someone shows up, that work will be amplified so that I make sure I'm not coming back to, you know, one of those lessons um, of walking away from things, people, and circumstances that are less than we deserve. I want to make sure that I catch myself in those patterns and that I'm not doing that anymore because it's too heavy, it's too much, and I don't want it, okay? Walking into 2023, I don't want it. All right? That's it. (laughs) Bite-sized episode done. I love you guys so much. I love you all, whoever is listening. Uh, I just take pleasure in sitting in front of this mic and just speaking out loud. So to everyone and anyone who is listening to this, I love you. Happy New Year. Be safe and stay humble, friends. I will see you next year. Peace out.